Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the Pens and Stuff podcast. I am Jim. I'm Andrew. And I'm Abby. And we have had a great week, not just from the Penguin standpoint, but as a family, we had a wonderful week in that myself and the other two co-hosts of this podcast, as well as their uh, little brother, Alexander, got to go to St. Louis and uh, watch the Pens play live and in hold person. Up, hold up, hold up, Elliot Friedman tweeted 37 seconds ago, Ricard Raquel to Pittsburgh. <gasps> I don't know if this is true, but coming from Elliot Friedman, I believe it. Ra- Ra- Raquel? Ricard Raquel from the Anaheim Ducks Oh, and here I was all disappointed that it's 2 o'clock and nothing happened for oh, Pittsburgh. Sorry, you're hearing it at first. Right? Well, you're probably not hearing it first, but we just broke the news 37 seconds ago. So. Oh, man. Heck yeah. Who are we getting rid of for him, though? I'd say Marino and a second for Ricard Raquel, probably. Didn't we get Marino from Mike Anaheim? Pedersen from Anaheim. We got mm, Marino So they're not going to want him back. That's, That's what I'm saying. Well, let, let, okay, we'll, so we'll, the, we'll keep the it. details of that trade will be coming forth just tweeted on the Raquel podcast here. Pittsburgh. And Dang. we will discuss that as that is one of our segments today. Apparently. But um, we have, uh, we want to begin wow. with the week I've that was. I've never broken news before. <laughs> with the week that was for the Penguins. Uh, what a great week. Honestly, uh, we did have that one hiccup at Nashville. Sorry, Philadelphia is trading Derek Broussard to Edmonton. Edmonton had him last year. Derek Broussard is just a journeyman. He doesn't stay in one Sorry, place. Sorry, I'm just scrolling long. through Twitter, but no, that's all right. That's all right. Okay, so we had. Uh, that's probably what this podcast is going to be: is us talking about things, and then Andrew breaking in with with uh, with trade information, news. trade news, yeah, what what have you. Um, so the Penguins had three games this week. Uh, Sunday game against Carolina at home. Then they started a three-game road trip uh, at Nashville, at St. Louis, and at Arizona. These uh, four games, in my mind, as I watched all of them, um, or at least I didn't watch the Arizona game completely, but I saw most of it. This team looks very very good now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to start by talking about Nashville's four-one uh, win over Pittsburgh on the fifteenth. Uh, this game was in Pittsburgh, or in, I'm sorry, it was in Nashville, and I thought the team, for the most part, with the exception of maybe about what a minute and a half there, where they gave up two quickies, um, that the Penguins did play very good in this game, mm-hmm. and it probably should have been closer. Yeah, but UC Soros was standing on his head most of the night. Uh, Getzel Gensel got the one uh, play uh, goal off of uh, of a set face off win, uh, which was really He's beautiful had a game. Couple of those in the past. Yeah, few games. It, it's been really really fun to see. And in fact, we'll, when we get to the St. Louis game, the Penguins had another set face off win goal as well. Mm-hmm. But um, that game. Even when you when you listen to Mike Sullivan after the the Nashville game, he was very pleased with the team. He thought mm-hmm. they played well and just couldn't beat figure out Soros. Yeah, there were a couple of weak penalty calls on that game too, which I think isn't helpful ever. Against both teams, there were a lot of penalties called, but there right. was a couple questionable ones against Pittsburgh. Sure, as well. Sure. So uh, the four one loss. Then um, Sunday's game, the thirteenth, a four two win 
home against Carolina. This was a game that we needed to win, I -hmm. think. Um, this was a, this was a game that I think that as as it as it was uh, you know as we were coming up to it uh, you know there was question could Pittsburgh play with Carolina could Pittsburgh play with Florida could Pittsburgh play with Tampa Bay um, I think last week we kind of answered that question if we could play with Tampa Bay and uh, and Florida but uh, coming into this game against Carolina. Uh, I think there was even more of that can we, right? So um, goals by Boyle, Heinen, Crosby, and the baby goat. Uh, and I think Back this, on the score sheet, baby. And, uh, and I think that this, this game was, uh, was a good game for the Pittsburgh Penguins all around. However, there was one uh, opportunity that kind of upset me. Uh, from the standpoint, at least in that game as I was watching it, uh, there was a play where Gino um, could have gone after a puck along the boards, uh, and and when he didn't get, he, and he didn't go to it, he didn't chase after it, mm-hmm. and it led directly to a goal. Um, my opinion is that, and it's this isn't just Gino, but you see it in Gino because he's the leader of the team. He has got to go in after those pucks every time if this team is going to win a championship. Mm -hmm. Now, when we get to the playoffs, is it going to be different? Maybe. Probably. But you will always play the way you practice. Mm -hmm. That's, that was what I was always told as a kid uh, in high school. We don't goof off during practice because if we goof off during practice, we're not going to be ready for our game. Mm -hmm. So if Gino isn't going after it, then I don't think this team is going to win. Um, if he can't do it, if he's hurt and he can't go in and get after it, then we have to get someone in there, especially at that time of the game, because it was late in the game. I think it was 2-1 at the time or maybe 3-1. Then we need to get someone in there who can. And if he won't do it, then we need to get rid of him and find someone who will. Mm-hmm. Um I can forgive a lot of things, but lack of effort, I just can't. And that frustrates me. Now, that having been said, we're going to cut to Andrew because he has an update. So I got an update from Chris Johnson of NHL Network, I believe he is. Okay. Chris Johnston says, Ricard Raquel is heading to the Pens for a prospect and a second pick. Second. So we didn't lose so anything. So no NHL player leaving. Drew O'Connor? Uh, my guess is either Sam Pouline, P.O. Joseph, or possibly Drew O'Connor or Zahorna. Zahorna did get sent down earlier that's true today and there was a guy who's that no i guess he's not that maybe good but there was that one other kid there was that other kid that we had come up what was his name not pooling there was another one i can't remember his name uh legacy no did you say bjorkfist oh casper bjorkfist yeah yeah and there was another one but who like it's Ricard Raquel, so it has to be a high-end prospect, so I would assume. Yeah. I hope it's not Drew O'Connor. Pooling or Pojo, probably. I'm okay. I'm okay if it's Pojo. I'm okay with that. Because we just got that one guy from Winnipeg. Yep. So, we'll see. That'll be interesting. It will be. So um, We are recording on Trade Deadline Day, in case you're wondering, Monday. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. So, the... Um, the Pens uh, 
of course, we, we win that game on, on the 13th. We lose on the 15th at Nashville. Then comes the 17th. Again, we were at this game. Um, I think we need to make sure that the next time we go to a game live that we don't talk so much during the game. I think we kind of annoyed uh, the per- the people who are sitting in front they're of us. They're just sad that they're not as smart as we well, are. Well, maybe, but I still, I think maybe you go to the game to watch the game, not you know, maybe maybe you're like us and you prefer to watch the game without the, the I mean, you like hearing the sound of the game, but you don't like a lot of times hearing some of the announcers. Uh, I didn't That's think true. I was talking that much. I was talking a lot. I was talking a lot too. Also, and I didn't, so, honestly, if I'm being honest, I didn't realize that other people didn't like analyze every aspect of the game like that. I didn't realize <laughs> that, that was a weird thing to do. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lady sitting in front of us. I think they were season ticket holders. Shout they? out to them. Yes, yeah, look absolutely. At you. And uh, they asked us if we were coaches, and we said no, nope. we're podcasters. <laughs> and uh, and so awesome. we, um, uh, they, uh, they, they were pretty funny. Anyway, um, she told us if, if you, we if you're came listen, back. If you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, ma'am, sir, uh, that family who is in front of us, yes, we apologize if if we were talking too much. And next time, if we sit behind you, we will we will not talk. Or next so time, much. we just fear, won't sit behind you. And, and don't fear. <laughs> leaning over and saying hey shut up yeah because we acknowledge the fact that we talk a lot we're we're, we're hockey we're hockey noobs as and far as going to that's true that was my first ever nhl game talking so i definitely talk too much noobs. i don't think i'd like to think that we're oh no well, no 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 hockey, playing not. hockey i'm a noob but talking about hockey and understanding how it's supposed to be played i'm not a noob so um so yeah a good a good game it's that, it's always fun oh, to man. watch the game in person it's even better when it goes all the way into a shootout and you win it. It is. And you get to um, tell everyone. Uh, or at least I would assume so because I've never been to a game otherwise. This game was a classic. I mean, it was it was a classic game. Uh, Pens came out. Um, and Tanger put us on the on uh, the penalty kill at nine seconds in with a delay of game. Delay of game. Jeffrey. We had two super embarrassing penalties. We had a delay of game penalty and a too many men penalty, which how often does that happen? Usually not in the same game. Do you have two bench miners? Right, but right. whatever. Well, then there was that one playoff game where it happened to Pittsburgh three times. Delay of game, delay of game, delay of game. So embarrassing. Um, and, and in the span of the two minutes of that penalty, which and there was, was crazy. There was at one point in the end of the third period where I saw that there were too many men on the ice for Pittsburgh again, and I'm like, yeah. oh, no. That would be so embarrassing to get two too many men yeah. penalties, yeah. but we didn't end up so, getting So Latang but... takes the penalty at nine seconds, and then about 20 seconds later, um, Carter gets a high sticking for not keeping control of a stick. And uh, we were down for two, uh, for about a minute and a half with two minute, uh, two man disadvantage, My word. which we did kill. We did kill. And it. I think that really set the tone for the game going forward. It really did. Uh, Chad scored on a set play mm-hmm. off the faceoff, and his family was there, and, and we it met was them. sweet. We did meet yep. them. Well, it was awesome. I met them. Well, I was there too. I didn't really talk to Chad, his father-in-law. Introduced himself to me. Chad's his wife's was... family. Well, yes, but his his mother in law was talking to also me Chad's too, family. which was really fun. So. Was Chad's family there too, or is it just? I think Chad's, it was both. That's Chad's that's family. Chad's well, family. it's his in laws, which is still part it's, of his. It's family. his family. I know, but what I'm Chad, saying, Chad, if it's... you're listening to this, or Chad's family, sorry that dad's <sighs> being rude. Stop it! To you. Leave me alone. Okay, so then the Matheson Matheson also scored. In oh this game. man, that was a snipe. A snipe from the left side of the net. Uh, that Huso did not. I I don't think he really. Un, I, I don't think he thought 
that that goal would be or that puck would be coming in that fast. Well, because Matheson's got a shot that you've never seen on from the, a defenseman. On the broadcast, it was like an eighty-four point four mile an hour wrister, <sighs> which was dude. pretty incredible. You don't see shots like that no. on a on a defenseman. No, no. Um, but uh, they went up two nothing. And at that time, I said to you, if you remember, I just hope they don't stop playing. We didn't stop playing. We didn't, but... Except for like we five gave, minutes at the end of the second period. We gave up a goal at the end of the second period that I think uh, Johnny Marino probably should have been back for. That was... Well, yeah. It was him and Matheson he, on the he went in. He went in, uh, took the shot. And then Wade is stood there. And if you look at the replay, he stood there for about eh, two, three seconds before he started moving towards the back. And then the puck went. And Matheson was back there, but he got completely undressed by he, Perron. He Perron made a great move, and uh, Jari had yeah, no chance on that one. Jari had no chance on that one. So, um, and then again, off a set face-off play. Uh, in the third, early in the third, um, the Blues tied it up at, at uh, two. Mm. Bjorkquist, I think it was. Was it? And um, and then it went to overtime. Overtime was crazy. Or was it Bozak? I don't know. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, this is not a Blues hockey podcast. The game, the, the, the overtime was nuts. Oh, my gosh. The first 30 seconds, the Blues almost put it in twice. Jari was awesome. Mm. Huso was awesome. Huso was better than Jari in this there game. Were, there were three or four opportunities, like right in a row, mm-hmm. against Huso, and he, he stopped them all. And I thought, wow, this guy, we're probably not going to win this game. I, and that was a thought. I didn't verbalize it. But I thought we weren't going to win this game. But went down to the shootout. I was so mad because we got to go second. And none of our guys scored. And it was the third round. We were going second, right? So Tanger comes out. And Andrew leaned over to me. And he's like, if he makes this, you can't hate on him anymore. And he didn't make it. And I just, I don't understand why Sullivan puts Tanger in before Rusty. I just don't get it. Or even Malkin. Because yeah. then it's a, cl- if we're going second and. But he does it when we're going first too. He puts Tanger in third. I don't know. And I don't understand why. I'd rather have him there than in a clutch situation on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Like if we go into extras, I don't want Latang up there. That's a good point. I'd rather have you your should have him guys. shoot first, then yeah, or second. Yeah, it's true. I trust Gensey more than me too. I trust Russ more than Tanger. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I mean, Rusty's four for four career. Five for five, actually. Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay, five for five. It's a NHL so 100%, record. One hundred percent. Way to go, Rusty. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame bound. It's anyway, true. Uh, <laughs> um. So a good game on Thursday, and we had fun. We even got, well, Andrew and Abby and Alex got their picture on Penn's Media. Yeah, it was ridiculous. On the, uh, was that the Twitter? Yep. Yep. And possibly the Instagram. No, not on the. Not I didn't on the see Instagram. it on the Instagram. Just on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Either way. So um, you amazing. can check us out. Don't check 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, a fun game, a fun game. And then since one. we're recording on Monday, uh, we'll talk about Saturday's game too at Arizona. A four-one win for the Penguins. Kapanen scored. He broke his. Kapanen finally scored. It was a pretty fluky goal. goal, but he did get the goal in the net. He so. got it he in. He kissed his stick after he got it in. <laughs> yeah. He's been wanting that so bad. You know, I will say this. And now he shaved his mustache. I will yep. say this, if if I can say this. I don't know, Katie. I am concerned about Cappy going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. However, if the guy returns to what we know he can do, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to be tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gino also scored in this game, and Sid scored twice uh, in the third period. So a good game for the Pens. Again, it's Arizona. It's a team we ought to beat. It's a team we should beat. And we took care of business, so that's good. Now, this week we come back to Pittsburgh for a game, and then we're back – uh, on the road again. So we have uh, this week, we have uh, Tuesday, the 22nd, we're home against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Then we go to Buffalo the very next day. And then we're at the New York Rangers. This game, to me, is the game of the week for the Pens. I don't know. Is that the game we're picking? Yeah. Okay. Um, and that is going to be a very important game for us, I think. Uh Depending on how both Again, teams do, it could also be a, a, a shot for possibly even first in our division. Could too. be, could be because Carolina's not been doing as well. They've been losing a few games, and they have both us and New York are closing that gap a little bit. But Carolina did beat New York last uh, on Thursday New, last week, and then they just lost to them two nothing yesterday. Mm-hmm. On Sunday. Oh, okay. So the, the so they split and, the they split the home split and split the difference. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, so that's the week to come for the Penguins. Uh, we're Wait, we to, only have one game this week. The Penguins have three games this week. Oh, you, I just heard you home against Columbus at Buffalo. I just heard the Carolina one, and then at New York mm-hmm. or the New York one. Yep. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, a trade deadline stuff. And we're going to look at a couple of trades that happened over the course of the last week that some of which are are good, some of which might be questionable, but we'll and talk to talk about them. Yes. Become a Patreon and you'll get a deep dive into those tomorrow. Yes, yes that will be Up on tomorrow on the Patreon. On the Patreon. Five dollars so or less. Check that out. Five dollars or, or more. more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not less. or less. Can't get anything for less. <laughs> Base bases is less. Okay, so uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. All right, welcome back to the Pens and Stuff podcast. Andrew and Abby and I are about to talk trades and where uh, some of the trades that have already happened and some of the, the things that are going to be heading down the pike uh, here in the near future and Andrew um, let's talk about uh, three trades here that uh, I think are going to have some uh, significance as far as uh, the playoffs are concerned Uh, the first one I'd like to talk about and and I think this is the first one that Abby wants to talk about too Mm -hmm. is uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is traded from Chicago to Minnesota and 
they simply, from what I understand, what are the details of this trade? Did they just I've get uh, picks, conditional oh, picks? Let me find it. I believe it's just a, yeah. Mark, Minnesota Wild got Mark andre Fleury for a conditional first-rounder. That if he does not win, if they do not make it to the second round, I believe, and just let me find the... They have to make it to the past the second round. And he has and to And he play. has to play an impact in four of the wins. Yeah. And then that becomes a first. Otherwise, it's a second. Okay. So it's a very good It's a very good trade for deal for Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. What do we think? I think Minnesota's really scary now. I think well, the one they fleeced they fleeced <laughs> the Blackhawks. <laughs> they did. I think this was more of a for Flurry. Like Mhm. Flurry like, wanted out. This this is your like you played for us. You didn't want to you wanted to stay in Vegas and Vegas was a yeah. piece of crap. And well, then I I think I think Chicago knew when they got Flurry uh, that if they weren't competitive, that they were going to be able to trade him for some decent pieces. Yeah. But what did they, what did they only get one pick? Just uh, con- just the conditional conditional first, first, second yeah. rounder. Yep. See, I think I thought you probably could have gotten more. You could have, but for him, when when you know a guy wants out, yeah, you're but not you're but not going to get. But still, market value in air quotes. I think, though, for Minnesota, it's like one of the things they needed because Talbot, 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 Talbot is iffy. Like, I mean, he's a good goaltender, but he's not playoff proven at all. And so I think it was a really smart move for them because um, they have solid, pretty solid offense. Their defense is pretty good. Like, I think goaltending was the one thing that they had a big question mark next to. Right. As far as how it would go in the playoffs. Um, and I think with a, a goaltender like Flower in the net, you don't need as good of defense necessarily, which is another... I don't think their defense is super strong. Like, it's not bad. But... I think with Flower in the net, you can afford to let a couple more shots go through because you have the assurance of Flower in the net. Um, but yeah, and I think it's also really interesting that Minnesota's playing Vegas tonight. And so... <laughs> I mean, Flurry's not going to play tonight. They said Flurry might be... If he can fly in, he'll back up Talbot tonight. Back up Talbot. That's right, not, but he's, he's not going to play. Playing. But he'll be there. Yeah, I And mean... it'll be hilarious. <laughs> Anyways, I also just like the fact that we can call him Wildflower now. Which makes oh me. Someone head. apparently wrote a song already. You, you oh, no way. So, uh, Dean Evison, head coach for the Minnesota Wild. Never even heard that name before. What <laughs> What do you do with Flower? Do you start him and make Talbot the backup? Or is Talbot still number one and Fleury's number it. two? You, you tandem it. Well, what, Until, okay, so what do you do in the playoffs, though? I mean... You've got to. Well, you take you take the you take the the performance in the regular season, the rest of it, and then like whoever performed better in the regular season, you you, put them as a starter going in the playoffs. Yeah, for the regular season, it's the test between the two. We're not worried. I mean, wouldn't there be a concern that that might mess with Talbot's head? Going forward, I mean, it's got to. You rock with Flurry. Flurry wants to win. Flurry was mad being in in Chicago with really bad defense. And I should hope that you talked with Talbot before you made that trade. Be like, hey, we want to get yeah. better because they shipped off 
Kakinen, the young goaltender to San Jose. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that's true. Okay. Well, it'll there, be interesting. You, yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see because, um, you know, having two very good goaltenders like Talbot and Flower on your team, it can. And honestly, I don't think there'd be an issue with Flower because Flower has always been a a professional, a professional guy. Like when Murray was getting starts and he wasn't, he didn't bellyache, he didn't cry, he didn't go to management, demand a trade. He he played, and I'm you know that 2017 Stanley Cup run. If we didn't have him, we probably wouldn't have won back to back cups. So mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I I think it's going to be okay, not because of Talbot, but because of Flower, because Flower is a professional. Now, the one thing that I could see an issue with, because I don't know Talbot, but if Flower gets the start ahead of him, Mm. he might go Baker Mayfield on on the team. (laughs) Right. And that would be bad. I I read a couple things on Twitter. I don't know, sources, whatever. But I've heard that Talbot's being very level-headed about it. So, okay, cool. Well, uh, let's talk about a second trade here. Um, and that is Hagel to Tampa Bay from Chicago for a butt ton of picks. Yeah. What do you think that and does? There, there was a player in there too from there Tampa, were two right? Players. Tampa Bay acquired Hagel and a fourth round pick and a fourth round pick in 2024. So fourth rounder this year, fourth rounder two years from now in exchange for Boris Kachuk, Taylor Radish, and two conditional first-rounders. Okay. Well, personally, I think that uh, that this trade really makes Tampa Bay uh, scary. another scary pick again this year. Uh-huh. Because, you know, we talked about that third line from last year being gone. Mm-hmm. One, one of those guys went to, well... Point, or not point. Um, uh, Gord. 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 Yeah. Went to Seattle and then they, tra- and that, I don't know if they traded John- or Johnson U- went to UFA. No, yeah. Johnson was a free agent that signed with okay. Chicago. And um, so they, they picked up another guy too at the deadline. Tampa. Tampa did. And, and they, and both him and Hagel. Nick are, Paul from yes, Ottawa. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, those two guys on that third line um, going to make Tampa Bay tough to deal with. Mm-hmm. But again, um, you know, when you look at when you look at Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh's tough to deal with, especially if Kapanen starts scoring again. And with this trade, <laughs> yes, if the if this trade is the yeah the, what, the, what the we Raquel think it trade. is, yeah, uh, it will Jeez. be interesting to see how, how that falls out. Now, do we have we uh, any more details no, on I, that I, yet? I'm, I'm refreshing okay, Twitter every second. We're hoping so. we're hoping that that. Uh, those details come to light and if not before the end of our but yes and if not go to patreon go to patreon we're gonna yeah. do a, we're gonna do because it is it is confirmed down. that raquel's going there's just yeah, yeah, the yeah. details aren't that, we yet. have raquel and a second rounder is for sure but the prospect and the roster player are still under question and uh just i saw zach sanford well this was an hour ago but to winnipeg from ottawa for a fifth round pick hey this is a this is another trade. Okay. Um, but this is for my Dallas Stars. They just got Vladislav Nemestikov. From your from, Detroit Red From Wings. your Detroit Red Wings for a fourth yeah. rounder. There you go. Um, Jeff, you're a little behind. Okay, let's let's talk mm-hmm. about one more. Um, 
And that's uh, Nick Letty to St. Louis mm-hmm. from Detroit for Sunquist. And other pieces. And other this. pieces. Yeah, that's the but, big. But uh, what do you think that does for St. Louis? I mean, their defense was already plenty good. We saw that against the Penguins. Right. Yeah, it was their in offense person. that struggled a little bit. But Nick Letty is a decent, decent forward. He, I mean, he has 16 points in 55 games on a Detroit Red Wing team that's, you know, meh. He's a solid bottom four defenseman, I think. I mean, you're, you're, he's not going to change life, but he does solidify a defense that was already pretty good Sure, on the Penguins. Sure. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I mean, on, on St. Louis. On the Saint, yeah, on St. Louis. Is that why you looked at me? He's also a Stanley Cup winner, so... It's true. That he was on the Chicago Blackhawks team in 2012-2013. Yep. I, I only knew him as an Islander, so... Yeah. Shows you how young I am. Hmm. Uh, I don't have yeah. much to say about this trade. I thought it was interesting that St. Louis got rid of... Sunquist. Sunquist, yeah, because Especially he seemed the... to be such a like a notable player on their team. Like I saw him playing like when you right. watch their team you notice him on the ice so I, mean, I, def- I didn't know I, I definitely I think know. Detroit wins this trade just because they get a prospect D-man I believe I mean no I guess he's not a prospect D-man he's been playing in the NHL but a younger D-man Sunquist and a second rounder for a guy you signed in free agency just this year like I think it's a a solid move by Stevie Y yeah oh yeah yeah, I think I think I think Steve Eiserman and and this is this is what I said a couple episodes ago when we were talking about the management who has which which team has the best management. I think Detroit is going to be you know, I think they're at the tail end of their rebuild that they're going to start contending for the central, they're going to start contending for cups or or at least western conference championships. Um I think they're going to be a very good team for a lot of years because they're going about it the right way. Mm-hmm. And they're not sacrificing everything to win now. Yep. I mean, there's going to come a time where, where they're going to have to do that because yep. I don't think you win necessarily in the NHL standing pat every single year. But That's true. But I think I think they're going to I think they're going to I think they're going to make it. I think they're going to do it eventually. Yeah, Detroit used to be in the Western oh. Conference, but Detroit's in the East. Okay, that's why I was confused. You're, you're I thought correct. you were talking about Detroit, and you're I'm like, correct. wait a second. I'm sorry. I yeah. got. I was looking at a. I just saw a tweet that makes me sad. They said it may be Zach Aston Reese going the other way. I, someone said they might just put Zucker on the LTIR. Yeah. But, and that would give us enough cap. But apparently, someone tweeted and it said Zucker was going the other way, and then he deleted the tweet. So people are thinking he mixed up Zach Aston Reese, like Czar with yeah, with Zuck. There's Bob McKenzie who apparently tweeted it. I don't know how no, reliable I don't source want he is, that. but I do not want the baby goat leaving the other. I well, would cry. He's such a. If if Zach Aston Reese leaves, our penalty kill is going to suffer, and I feel like I don't. Uh, I, the, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't think, think, so. think the penalty kill will suffer. I think because the McGinn, defense. McGinn was skating with the team today, so we'll have him back soon. He wasn't skating with the team. He's okay. He was skating. He he was and skating. He was only using one hand. But he's making progress. Yeah, that's true. Rusty can play the penalty kill. Erod can play the penalty kill. Bluger can play the penalty kill. Boyle can play the penalty kill. I'm not saying that I want to see Aston Reese leave, but I also don't think the team will take that big of a hit if he goes the other way. Yeah, Carter, that's true. Bluger. Carter, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But also, our, our, our six of our defensemen can okay, all play okay. on that penalty. So maybe kill. he I, doesn't. I like maybe it's not the penalty, penalty. kill I, I that suffers. Either. But he does play at a penalty. Yes, kill. he does. Go. But that Aston Reese Bluger McGinn line—it's so good. What? What if Simone goes the other way? Or Boyle? No, 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 no. Boyle no, no. won't. No. But, but you're, you're, not, you're not. That, that doesn't add that value. They're 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 going to want someone young. Yep. And they're going to want that, which which makes me think that it's not going to be Zucker. Because he's not yeah. that. He also like he also takes a big cap hit. Like and not so that that really it's, affects him this year. But. It's probably going to be Czar. Mm. So so get ready for life without the baby goat. No. We need to get that merchandise up running mm. quickly now. <laughs> also send me the. Yes. Oh boy. Send me the merch because I got a Red Bubble account now. So send me the the templates of the shirts that you have finished, and I'll put them up there. Anyway, okay, moving on. Maybe we can maybe we can make a T-shirt that says "Bye Bye Baby Goat." No, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. Okay. Um, all right. So, any other trades you guys want to talk about? Not really. Andrew Cobb's going to the Rangers. We knew Cop? that already. Yeah. Andrew yeah. Cobb is going to the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Let me quick run through the trade tracker here, see if there's anything we want to talk about. Okay. New Jersey Devils acquire goaltender Andrew Hammond. The Hamburglar. He played so good from against Nate us. Schnarr. Is that who played against us? Yeah, when Montreal Whoa. beat us. Nate Schnarr going the other way. He's a pretty decent prospect. Like, not prospect, but young player from yep. the Devils. Yep. Arturi Lekkonen to the Avs for Justin Barron, a solid young D-man and a yep. second. That's huge. Lekkonen is also RFA, so that adds into that. Nick Letty trade. Uh, the Bruins acquired defenseman Josh Brown. Yeah, that was a big trade. Seventh from Ottawa and ex- for exchange for forward Zach Senison. Sen- that name. Zach Senison. Senison. And a fifth rounder this year. Justin Braun to the Rangers from Philly, which is weird. That was in, in conference. conference. yeah. Third round and a third well, rounder is next Justin, year. Is Justin he probably is. I would say so. He's also been playing on Philly for a while now. Three years. I think he probably is up. So he he might go back to Philly in the offseason. Quite possibly. So that might just be it. Preds acquire Alex Viega for future consideration. The Giroux trade with Tippett. Owen Tippett, who's a prospect, he was like 10th overall, I think. He went to Philadelphia. And I just have to say that he fits in so well there already. Because he is the gingerest ginger you're ever going to find. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, fits in well with the Flyers. That's all I got to say. Um, then Flurry to Minnesota, San Jose acquiring Capo Kekkonen from Minnesota in exchange for defensive Jacob Middleton. Middleton. Uh, no, it's a nice little prospect exchange between the Kings and the Preds. Brian Little from the Jets going to Arizona. For a fourth rounder, which is really weird. I don't understand. The Jets seems to be like shipping, shipping and, so many people out and acquiring stuff. It's like they're in the middle. They're they're making hockey trades. Probably a cap dump because Brian Little is making like three million. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Marcus Johansson back to the Capitals from Seattle for Daniel Sprong, a fourth and a sixth. The sixth is next year. The fourth is this year. Arizona acquiring Jack McBain from Minnesota in exchange for a second. That's huge because that's going to be a high second. The Penguins acquiring defenseman Nathan Bullyu for a conditional seventh, which is probably just getting him for free, literally. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. He is on LTIR for up until the 31st of this month. And okay. the seventh is 
if he plays 50% of the playoff games and we make it three rounds into the playoffs. So pretty much. That's the condition? Yeah. And he has to play 50% of the playoff games. Which we don't need the Which seventh he will defenseman not make the, most it, likely. Unless we ship off a defenseman even then. Or it, if we get injured, but we still have Rikola. Yeah, I feel like Rikola. Well, I feel like, I don't know who would make Depending it. Depending on if Pojo gets traded or not anyway, in the Raquel thing. Yeah. The Stars acquire goaltender Scotch Wedwood. Scotch, Scotch Wedwood. Scott, Scott Wedgwood from Arizona in exchange for a conditional fourth after he got murdered by the Penguins. Winnipeg gets Mason, uh, Mason Appleton of your Seattle Kraken in exchange for a fourth next year. And it just keeps going and going and going. So that's pretty... Oh, Claude Giroux. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, Campus to Lindholm Florida. to Boston from Anaheim. And then they signed him the next day. Yeah, eight <laughs> years, which is ridiculous. Absolutely. The haggle trade we already talked about. Callie Yonkrook to the Flames for a second. Yeah. And a third he's he's year. already and been seven, playing very two, well yeah. for the flames yep oh the panthers way overpaying for ben Sherratt. that was funny that was funny a first or, and a fourth it, and a prospect was it the ben panthers Chirot? yeah okay I, I was thinking it was I'm the lightning for some reason trade. abby for some sorry i'm sorry for some reason i thought it was the tyson, lightning tyson jost to the wild for nico, for nico Sturm. Sturm. talk about a uh hockey trade that was a one for one right there josh manson to the abs Alex that Taylor. was also a good trade. I liked second. that trade for yeah. Colorado. Yeah. But Anaheim seems to be just like shipping everyone out too. I think yeah, which they're is just sad, completely they were doing redoing. Good, but... Well, I mean, if a lot of their guys are UFAs, you might as well get oh, assets. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Bobby Margarita of TSN. Here's the trade. Dominic Simone, a prospect, a second and the baby goat, and apparently in return to Anaheim for Ricard Raquel. Trade call not yet done, so nothing's official just yet. Czar and Simone? Czar, Simone, a prospect, and the 2022nd rounder. Don't look so sad, Abby. It'll be okay. But I like my heart. But at least it's to Anaheim. That's true. I, I, like I like Anaheim. I like Anaheim. All I can right. vote yeah, for Anaheim. Anaheim's a good That's team. okay. That's okay. Anaheim's yeah. my new third team behind... They may even be uh, bumping up past Bruins. Not. Okay. I want. Oh, oh. I want an Anaheim jersey so bad. Okay, so um, well, there you go. You're there you go. There's the, there's not probably, really. probably not. But anyway, um, we're gonna move into our. I, I believe this is gonna be our last segment. Our predictions. Our predictions. We're gonna save that other piece for next time. So let's go to predictions, Abby. From last Re- recap week? us on what happened last week. I know I got the uh, what was it the the there was one that you guys picked against and I got right. Yeah, Toronto, the, Dallas. The yeah, Dallas yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. Tuesday we had two games. The fifteenth, Dallas, Toronto, Toronto won four nothing. Andrew said Toronto would win. Me and Dad did not. So Andrew gets a point. <laughs> just a minute, Colorado Avalanche just tweeted. After uh, the cap trade, or uh, Joe Sackick talked to it, and they just tweeted underneath it. They were like, "We're also fully cap compliant, no need without needing LTIR." A nice little dig at the Lightning there. A nice little dig at a lot of people actually. They've been yeah. doing that a lot. Uh, sorry, I just found that hilarious. Anyway, that is funny. Uh, the other game we predicted on Tuesday was Edmonton versus Detroit. Um, Edmonton won that game 7-5. to five. Somehow Detroit always seems to be at the butt end of these super high-scoring games. 
I feel like this is like at least the third one that they've been involved with, which is kind of funny, but not. Anyways, um, so da- uh, dad got a point for that one. Uh, Tampa at Seattle was our Wednesday game. Me and dad both said Tampa would win. Tampa won. Neither of us got the right score, though, so that's just an extra point for each of us. Pittsburgh at St. Louis on Thursday. We all said Pittsburgh would win. Pittsburgh won. None of us got the correct score. We all said they would be pretty high scoring, and it was not It was I not did, super high scoring. I did call overtime, though. You did call overtime, but we all got a point for the correct team on that one. And then Friday, Boston at Winnipeg. You two said Boston would win, and Boston won. And so you guys each get a point for that one as well. I so the overall scores points. the overall scores at the end of the week are 60 for Jim, 55 for Abby, and 50 for Andrew. Okay, so the standings stay the same. Still and, thinking uh, last, baby. Patreon <laughs> got three points last week, so they're at 10 for, what are we, three weeks into Patreon? Four weeks into Patreon. Four. Okay, so let's move to, and I don't have Patreon picks yet, so we'll share what those were come next uh, podcast. Um, so our first game is... Uh, Edmonton at Colorado. We actually have two Colorado games that we're going to pick this week. Because we are Colorado stands here, I guess. Well, Colorado's the best team in the league. and They're interesting games they're to in, predict. They're interesting games to predict. Uh, I'm picking Colorado. Honestly, real quick, sorry. That will probably be a lot of the, the games coming up to the end of this season will be a lot of repeat player games, right. like teams. Right, because, they, because that's, they mean more. it's all playoff standing-wise, really, right. not really anything. Exactly. All right, so uh, Edmonton, Edmonton at Colorado. Edmonton's my team, but I'm going to pick against them in this game. Uh, I think Colorado will win this game 5-3. to three. Abby? Yes, I, too, believe Colorado will yes, win. Yes, I, too, believe Colorado will win. Sorry, the way you said that was really funny. Yes, I do believe. Yes, yes. I, too, believe. Yes, it is. Anyways, I this think... This is a safe place. You, I'm not making fun. You can't... Just, you, can't you are kind of making I'm fun, but I'm okay with it. You can't be mean here. Tough. <laughs> I'm going to say Colorado's going to win this game 4-1, to one, and if... While we're talking trade deadline, I really like what Colorado did this trade deadline as Dude, well. Joe Sackick is always... He's ridiculous. Jo- Joe's the man. Joe Schmo. Who He's you like so in this game, good Andrew? at weaseling around everything. Well, Edmonton has no goaltending. And Connor McDavid. Colorado has goaltending. And, and Nathan, Nathan McKinnon, McKinnon. And Cal McCarr and Gabe Landeskog. And it's Colorado, Kadri. man. <laughs> it's Nazim Kadri. I feel like you have no... Goal. Byram. Score. It's going to be a, Bone a six to one. Whoa. Bone Byram has been on the LTIR for a long time, but today he was skating full contact. So I was saying he's are also happy about on a that. rookie deal, so it doesn't really affect the cap anything. No, this is but true. it's just he like was, down in. Right. He's not. Colorado, I guess. Is. Okay. <laughs> next game is Vancouver at Colorado. Uh, this is on the 23rd. Um, I'm taking Colorado in this game as well. Five to three. I don't know. Why we chose this game for the game of the week? I feel like it's not an interesting. Do you want to pick game. another game? I wouldn't mind. Find but one. Andrew said I like this game. Find so. one. No, I like this one. I like this one. Andrew likes this one, so I'm gonna predict Colorado because I feel like it's gonna be a very high scoring game. I'm gonna say it's gonna be six to two because Thatcher Demko has not been showing up for the Vancouver Canucks. You don't think whatsoever. It, you don't think he'll show up in this game? I don't think he will. Not against Colorado's offense. We'll see. I don't think. I don't we'll think see. so. We'll you see. predicted Colorado to win two. I know, but not six to two. That's only one point more difference than yours. Six to two. Oh, I guess it's three. That's a four-point game as to my two-point game. Yeah, okay. Mm. 
But there could be two empty netters in there, Dad. Oh, Dad. Dad. It's the same amount of goals. Actually, probably not two empty netters. That'd be dumb if they emptied their net five to two. Come on, man. Andrew. Who you got? It's Colorado again. This, this, this is going to be a very boring graphic. graphic. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. It's going to be that whole left oh, side Colorado. is all Colorado. Okay. But Colorado over the Vancouver Canucks, 5-3. to three. My gosh. That was my score. You can't steal my score. I'm literally not listening to you. I'm refreshing Twitter again and again <laughs> and again. It can't well, be. what else is go. new? You never I'm listen to me. Okay. so sad. All right. Two games that. on the 24th. The first game we're going to pick is Dallas at Carolina. I'm taking Carolina. To win that game, seven to five. Holy! There's no way Jake Otter. Otter is I don't think Otter would be in the. Oh, oh, that's oh, a back to back. Oh, real quick, it's still on the trade deadline. Oh, oh. I oh. remember a couple weeks ago we were talking about best landing places for Mark Andre Fleury, and you guys were all talking, you know, Washington and the places that needed goaltending. And I was like, don't count out Edmonton. Minnesota. I said, don't count out Minnesota. I, I said, Billy G one. is in the, at the general manager position. He likes Flurry. He was there during the cup rounds. I'm just saying. And Ooh. you guys were like, Billy G. Or Billy Garen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And you guys were like, no, it's it's going to be Cab Washington, or he's going to stay in Chicago, or Colorado, or Edmonton. I was like, don't count out Minnesota. And guess where he went? Minnesota. So I was just saying that I didn't can be think. The, who can be the NHL GM? I didn't think they would trade GM, for a like guy like better. Flower with already having Talbot. I didn't think they would. And like I don't I think said, it's a bad Talbot's move. unproven. He's played in Edmonton for a couple of it's years. It's true. Like, You're right. Like, okay. Never I'm made just, it to the playoffs, <laughs> I don't think. Um, and now, after that short word from... I can't believe that you think Ottinger is going to let in seven goals. Maybe he's not playing. Maybe, maybe he's not playing. Maybe it's... Maybe it's Holby. Holby. Or maybe it's that guy who sent on the bench during the Washington game. Yeah, he's some young like you guy. I don't even know who that is. You can't even dress Holby. Holby for going back to Washington for the first time. Let's like, come get on. Abby's Rick pick Bonus for this is game. kind of a poop head. Rick Bonus is a... Give us your prediction for this game, I please, Abby. I think Jake Otter is going to get another shutout, and I think it's going to be 4 nothing. Over Col- Carolina? Over Carolina? No, Actually, dude. no, not no, 4 nothing. I think it'll be 4-3 overtime, yeah, I that's, like. That's my <laughs> There you go. Dallas? <laughs> yes. Andrew. Oh, there's a three-way going down with Max Domi to between Florida, Carolina, and Columbus. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I saw that earlier. Uh, Dallas, Carolina. I'm going to... You said Carolina. I she did. said Carolina. She said Dallas. I said Dallas. You said Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Okay, so I can go with Carolina and not be worried. Okay, so I'll go with Carolina. It's going to be 3-2 in overtime. My gosh. 3-2 in overtime? That's what I said. Okay, Tampa Bay at That's Boston is said. the next game, also on the 24th. I've got Tampa Bay in this game, 5-2. Over the bees? Over the bees. What a bee. I also am <laughs> going to take Tampa because... Oh gosh, guys. Have faith. What? We do. Tampa's going to lose. I feel like we've predicted this game before. Tampa's going to lose? No, Boston's going to lose. That's what you just said. You just said that Tampa's I feel like we've predicted this game before. Have we predicted this game before or am I bugging? Oh, my gosh. Abby, why does it matter? Just pick the game. I'm just wondering. Pick this game now. Oh, my gosh. That is kind of funny. I'm going to say Boston. Of course. Five, four to three in overtime. All right. And then Actually, no, not in overtime, just four to three. Sorry. 
Oh, that one. Yeah, it's dangerous to get one. that yeah. overtime prediction, and I've the, I'm the only one who's predicted overtime with the correct and lost the point for it. Oh, and lost the point for it. Right, because it didn't go into overtime. I did it last year. Let's do. I was talking about this. Pittsburgh at the Rangies. This is on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. The Dangy Rangers. I'm taking Pittsburgh 5-3. I'm going to say New York's going to win this game. I, I Igor, that's all I got to say. Well, Gorgiev got that 44-shot shot shutout against Carolina. Mm, a so. tandem like that, I think that's hard to beat. I'm going to say New York's going to win this game. I think they're going to win 5-1. Yikes. Whoa. I'm going to say Pittsburgh. I I think Casey DeSmith is and, probably gonna start this. And game. we are they on a back to back? No, no. So I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say Pittsburgh is gonna do this, and maybe we get a goaltender in the other way in the trade. Who knows? Like I mean, if we're giving up the baby goat, we have to get more than just Raquel in return. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> just playing with you. But no, Pittsburgh is gonna win, and it's gonna be two to nothing. Ooh, jars with a shutout, or the goalie that we get in other way with for the baby goat. So. Okay, there we are, Abby. Recap. Who's I missed who's, what Andrew's I missed what Andrew's prediction well, was. You know, two pay to attention. Nothing. Pittsburgh two to nothing. Waiting. Okay, I will recap then. Okay, so overall, we have Monday, March twenty first. Is that today? That's the day. Yep. Edmonton at Colorado. We all said Colorado would win. Jim, 5-3. Andrew, 6-1. Me, 4-1. On Wednesday, we have Vancouver at Colorado. Also, we all said Colorado. You and Andrew both said 5-3. Colorado. I said Colorado, 6-2. Dallas at Carolina on Wednesday. Nope, Thursday. My bad. Um, Andrew and Jim both said Carolina, 7-5. And then three to two in overtime, respectively. I said Dallas would win four to three in overtime. And also on Thursday, Tampa Bay at Boston. Me and Jim both said Tampa would win, and Andrew said Boston would win. Um, five to two for Jim, four to three for Andrew, and four to two for me. Pittsburgh game, uh, Pittsburgh at New York on Friday. Jim and Andrew also both said Pittsburgh would win five to three and two to zero, respectively. And then I said New York would win five to one. All right, guys, that is the podcast for today. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Uh, Give us a a thumbs up or a like or a good review on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts. If you can go there and do that, that really helps out. We would really appreciate that. If you would like to get in contact uh, with us, you can send us an email at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at at penstuff. We're on Instagram at Pens and Stuff Podcast. All right. And we will see you then. We would love to hear from you. Check out our Patreon as well. Patreon.com forward slash Pens and Stuff Podcast. And go over because, yeah, well, yeah, do that because then you will get our in-depth analysis of the trade deadline. Yes. And uh, we will also s- go find us on Redbubble. Okay. You can get some awesome Pens and Stuff merch. That will be up very soon. We'll be up very, very soon. I'm trying to get to my the account. Just leave, okay? I want to go to the account. It's at <laughs> P, lowercase n, capital S, S, podcast. P-N-S, podcast. On Redbubble. On Redbubble. Link in the description okay. of this podcast. Awesome. 
All right, guys. Get your, get your very own pen. We got some nice Jeffrey Carter. We got some energy line, which apparently will soon be no more because yeah so maybe we won't have that one no 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 we will have that one in memoriam no Uh, no, there'll be too many tears maybe i'll draw tears on their faces no 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 no. and you can just like do do a little split down the middle between do like a broken heart and rip energy line rip the baby goat (laughs) (laughs) all right guys i am literally so sad i could never be a gm well, I would be no, too much like Jim Rutherford. No, I'm like, yep. no, I love no. you. You're staying here. You, you'd be you like, you'd be that. like me, keeping the baby goat on. It. You <laughs> can't do that. As our as our friend Mark tweet uh, uh, t- uh, emailed and said that uh, that he thought that Abby would make a good hockey GM. We have just proven him wrong. I couldn't be a GM. I might be able to be like, uh, <laughs> it, I don't know. I could. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I could do any of it. <laughs> I could just be like the person. I could be an equipment manager, probably. You, you could. You I could, could do that. <laughs> you could. You could. Uh, you could organize the cheerleaders. You. <laughs> no. Apparently, St. Louis has cheerleaders. Who yeah. That? Yeah. I, I didn't knew. know that. Who knew? I only knew like Dallas and Vegas. Anyway, that make does sure, make sense. Make sure you guys go f- follow us, uh, support us on Patreon, and you will hear us more and more of us. Yes. Very, very soon. Very soon. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for watching. Or watching. You're not watching. You're listening. Thank you Maybe so much they're for watching, too. Thank you so Somehow. much for listening. And thank you so much bum, for... Bum, bum. bum. What? There are cameras. They're looking at us. <gasps> it's our computer camera. They're, they're Cover up your webcam. Oh, oh, no webcams. I already, okay. I already do that. I don't trust anyway, Apple. Uh, <laughs> thank you so, once again so much for listening. We are so glad that you're a part of our Pens and Stuff podcast family. And uh, we'll see you or we'll talk to you next week about the week that was and even more stuff. And we hope that you will see us on Patreon and uh, join us for our in-depth dive into the trade deadline. And next week, special segment, Ricardo Kells and Pittsburgh Penguin debut. Yes, we will talk about that as well. So we will see you all next week for the Pens and Stuff podcast. I'm, I'm Andrew. And I'm Abby. Let's go Pens. Let's go Pens. Let's go. Let's baby go. my chair you got a squeaky chair it's a squeaky it's very loud sorry i'll try not to move too much all right cut that out andrew no, no problem. three two